Hey, what's, what's up, up guys? guys? How's it going? Yo, welcome okay. to the, welcome to another episode of the Park Rats Podcast. You're chilling here with Maddie, Maddie Steves, and Josh, and and uh, we're back. back. Yeah, we're happy to have you back. We're we're chilling here. Um, we're drinking some dog water because oh Matt God. messed up, dude. So this <laughs> this weekend I was going up to uh, um, go like river rafting, is like yakking with it with a. a <laughs> quality squad You're yakking up yakking up in the woods up. i was yakking and yakking but i, nice. I wasn't actually nice yakking. but i mean after drinking this shit i'm, I'm <laughs> probably <laughs> but uh yeah i was i was r- going up there and right right now actually all i'm gonna say credit where credit is due bud light's got this brand new seltzer out um called the oh my god i literally just said it retro it summer. retro something so yeah, retro good. something so good guys go out get it it's fantastic but your boy was just carried by this hype to the point where i walked into hannaford's with my girlfriend grabbed this box and walked right out <laughs> literally obviously i paid like i'm not a i'm not a, a dickweed and we got all the way up to new hampshire and i looked down at this freaking box and it's smirnoff red white and blue seltzer red white yeah. berry seltzer <laughs> ass it's it's as bad it's hot garbage dude mm-hmm. Fuck you, Smirnoff. This is like I don't know what's good right now. I, I, they seriously, they probably take that that like the vodka is not bad. Yeah, they yeah. probably take the runoff of the vodka, pee in it, and then I they, think like, so. They I ship think so. It in these cans because it's not good, guys. It's and not great, but V was literally like, bro, if if you just like told me which one you wanted, I would have pointed out before <laughs> we got to the line that you had the wrong one in your hand. She just watched you walk into Hannaford's confidently gla- grab Smirnoff, Red, White, and Berry, and then walk out and pay. <laughs> Dude, and, and I, like, never drink Smirnoff, so she was just went with it. I'm, I, yeah. I, I, like, I appreciate it because she was like, damn, he's got some, like, he's, like, assertive. He's, like, buying that shit. Yeah. But, like... I know what I want, and I'm going to grab it. I want Smirnoff, Red, White, and Berry. I want Smirnoff, Red, White, and Berry, but I guess I do. I guess you do. So, yeah, um, Retro Summer, great. Smirnoff, Red, White, and Berry, ass. Um, Bad. But, honestly, don't drink seltzers, guys. Mm-hmm. Drink hard, drink hard shit, drive fast. Come on. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We don't... Uh, you know what I've been getting into? Bubblies. Just, like, mm. just like non-alcoholic seltzer. It's great. Really? The the bubbly and then there's Vizzy too. Oh no, Vizzy's, Vizzy's alcoholic. I think. Is it? I don't know. Drinking that and Polar Seltzer. Dude, everybody so at the apartment's just been like slamming, slamming seltzers. seltzers. It's crazy. It looks like a like a like a frat boy party with just cans everywhere, but it's just all seltzer. Just all seltzer. And we're just hyped up and burping like dude, crazy. Imagine just, we're just burping into mad. Like a frat house and you're just like, oh man, dude. Like I got my I got my like 18 pack of Bud Light. What's everyone else drinking? And you just see polar seltzers. Yeah, all yeah. Over the house. And it's just they're all like in a circle, just like just like oh oh here it comes and they just lit up like a huge bell. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'd leave. I'd turn right around. Like, you know, that was the weirdest party. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But no, no, I respect it. I mean, it's it's supposed to be good for your like stomach. Like it's supposed to. I think so. Yeah, easier stomach. But I just but, like the bubbles. Uh, on that note, you know, on that. This on is that, the Parkrest podcast. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you guys don't have an upset stomach from listening yeah. to that intro. We got some news for you. Um, it's Update. not regarding the podcast. It's literally just regarding the mm-hmm. parks in general. And then we're gonna jump into some. Uh, some shit that me and Josh yeah. covered over the we've been the we've past been cooking week. 
But yeah, so three things really came up. Last week we talked about New River Gorge. Um, mm-hmm. Just announced as a brand new national park. Not just, but pretty recently. But right now, for the second time, I believe, they're reintroducing the Delaware Water Gap as a national park. They're trying to. They're, they're making a move. Um, it's the, sec- the second time they've actually tried this. Right now, there's no national park in New York, Delaware, or New Jersey right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, really, the Northeast is super populous, you know? It's like there's a bunch of people up here. Mm-hmm. There's, like, 40 million. Um, is that the number? I want to make sure uh, I, I get four. Um, yeah, it's it, over 60 million people live within a three-hour mm-hmm. drive of the Del- Delaware Water Gap region. And not only that, it has almost as many visits as Yosemite and Yellowstone. Oh, no way. crazy. Yeah, that's insane. So for two times, this thing has been kind of shot down. Um, Last time, the Sierra Club uh, really petitioned this. Um, It was actually a decade ago, and the Sierra Club received grant funding to conduct the study. Um, But the idea was ultimately scrapped. So hopefully this time around, we get our, I believe, number 64. Um, it's insane. Yeah, it's, they're blowing up. And I mean, yeah. it, it stems from that whole movement where everyone's going outside. Mm-hmm. Every uh, national park is over-trafficked, so they need to expand. Yeah. Make more parks. Let's Make do it. Make more parks, baby. Let's where, build them up. Let's build them up. Don't shut them down. Build them Don't up. Don't shut them down. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please just expand. Like, it, we talked about Biden's wallet. Biden's got a fat-ass wallet. Um, We're, we're definitely going to cover some mm-hmm. more of that shit. But we'll see. Like, he, he better uh, he better really shell out some cash, bro. Yeah. Like, like you got to be you gotta be eyeing, like, It's some, the parks, dude. Yeah, like, come on. It's the parks, bro. It's, like, what we enjoy. So, um, Biden enjoys spending money. So, I mm-hmm. mean, like... There we go. There we yeah. go. Match made in heaven. There we go. Um, let's get new parks. Yeah, let's get new parks. Second um, second story isn't really like, like whoa, like a flashy one. Um, there's a yoga event to benefit Chattahoochee National Park uh, Conservancy. Um, and I literally just wanted to bring this up just because um, there, Mary Veal. Mary Veal, you are an MVP. She's literally okay. leading a 60-minute flow class on July 22nd, and all proceeds are going right towards... Um, Where is it online? Is it virtual? It is virtual, um, and you can sign up literally. Uh, it's The price includes a class, a light snack, and beverages from Sweetwater Brewing Co. if you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know actually if it's vir- virtual, but yo, if you guys got, like like bending bending your body and supporting <laughs> Mother Nature, sign up. Mary, Mary Veal is yeah the real one. So, uh, and then the last news story we're not gonna we're not gonna this is this is a, a great one. Uh, you love to see this. So, uh, we've talked about a lot of assholes on this on this show, and like there's a lot of great people in the park system. There's also a lot mm-hmm. of people that don't treat it the way that it should be treated like we joke about shit like that but obviously like when we go to the park we treat it with utmost respect yeah your boy um eugene theodore eugene garland what of kind Edmond, of a name oklahoma was sentenced on seven counts of illegal activities and violations in yellowstone national park and this is what mm-hmm. we like to call a toron eugene's kind of a a, a g in some ways but was what? is this even a tour on? I think this. He's just a. a he's a criminal, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just an asshole. Um, but so he's basically like a social media influencer. He has his own podcast and a guidebook. But this is the best part. So, 
this dude, picture this. He literally mm. leads, like, tours and, like, ex- expeditions and shit. Um, and also, like, provides, like, insights into different places within Yellowstone. But they're all illegal. Like, everything he puts no. on his blog. And he literally takes photos of shit that he's doing that are illegal. So... The MPS were like, yo, you can't be doing this. He's like, says you. And they're like, no, like, we literally have photo of, of you breaking the law. So this this dude, um, after doing this for, like, a few years now, just got sentenced to 15 counts of illegal activities, which means oh. 30 days in jail for each one of those counts, $750 fine for each count, and then he has to make a community service payment for 750 for each count, and... He has a lifetime ban from Ye- uh, Yellowstone National Park. So, and five years of unsupervised probation, but really that's nothing. Jeez. Um, but, uh... I'm glad they took the hammer to that guy. Oh, it's freaking annoying. So, he initially got sentenced for a seven-day jail sentence, a total of 600 fines and fees, and a one-time payment of 500 to Yellowstone Forever Geological Resource Fund. But, like, dude, what an idiot, bro. Yeah. Like... Like, don't be doing dumb shit. Like, treat the park respectfully. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do it, like the 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 age old adage, don't get caught. You yeah, don't okay. do it. But if you're if you're gonna, do, I guess I know if you're gonna do this specific thing, pro- please get caught. Yeah, but I, I really I really hope every single person that does shit like this. That's gets that's crazy though. Like like you know he knows that those spots are illegal. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he definitely has experience in the park. If he knows where those places yeah. are, he definitely knows it's illegal. Mm-hmm. He's probably been told multiple times, yeah. "Yo, can you not do this?" I wonder if he has like a following. I wonder if people like act like actually pay attention to his shit. Maybe he's like, "Yo, let me break the law." Like, Is he like the like the edgy guy of the parks? Like edgy, the-, the edgy guy of the park fans. He's the Joker of the park world, dude. I I <laughs> I would love to think that, but his first name is Eugene, dude. So <laughs> I really don't think that's the case. I really don't think that's the case. I think we're really giving him a lot more screen time than he's probably worth. probably. Uh, so sixty year old Eugene Garland. Uh, good luck in jail, my guy. Uh, hopefully yeah. you learned your lesson. Treat the parks <laughs> with respect. And when you get out, maybe switch your mission statement, man. Yeah. Like, do something different. Do, do, maybe make a make a podcast about, like, working in a national park. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No, you can't. Yeah, I know. Because we're already here. We're co- copyrighted. Market, yeah, bro. you can't do that. You can't do that. Market saturated. You done goofed Way up, Eugene. saturated, bro. You done goofed up, Eugene. Eugene, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right, but that's All that's right. enough on the news. I yeah, mean, yeah. Let's uh, so so. Do you want to stay on the topic of Torons? I dude, I always want to just stay jump on the topic jump of right into it. Here's so a, I a, found a, a an absolute like barrage of what not to do in a national yeah. Board. So I've just I mean, there's so many. It's hard to like just pick. So I, I got a bunch of them here. I think. Mm, Is there a common so, theme from what you've from what you've read? A lot like, of people love to just so people go in the parks and we experience it when we're in Yosemite. People are like, "Oh, so when do you let the animals out of their enclosure?" And it's like, "No, they're wild animals. They <laughs> like, can literally bite yeah, you to death." They can, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that go to Yellowstone. And they're like, "Oh, cute fuzzy big bison. Let me go pet them and let me go go pet or take selfies with them." Yeah. And then the bison they they do what they want. They don't really care. So they <laughs> like if they want, they can just toss you up in the air like that 4-year-old girl that you saw in the video clip like yeah like a couple years ago um but a lot of people so i got one bison petter dude gets out of his car to tisa to taunt a bison the video is kind of crazy you can look it up um 
So he gets out of his car and he's like, he's like jumping in front of the bison, like, like making a bunch of movements and then goes like, like hit him and he just goes and like, like dodges it and he goes out. So the dude ends up getting, uh, getting fined for, for messing with wildlife. <laughs> and then he was also drunk. So he got a drunken disorderly charge and an open container charge. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that came to him. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> well, I'm on the topic of bison. I'll say I'll, I have a favorite. Um, so uh, I called this one the baby bison bandit. Uh, oh, 2016, a couple thought a baby bison looked cold, so they put it in their minivan to warm it up. <laughs> Are you kidding? Me? Yeah. So they go, they pull off on the side of the road. They see this baby bison, like, oh, little buddy looks looks cold. Let me uh, <laughs> let me put it in our minivan. It's this it's this couple. And so, so they go and take it to the ranger station. Like, oh, this, look, look at this. This baby bison is uh, is cold. And they're like, you can't do that. Dude, imagine that ranger. He's probably he's probably like closing shop. He's like, oh man, it's been such a long day. Mm. These tourists are just killing me right now. Yeah. And then a couple just burst through your door, yeah. and they're like, hey, uh, we have a bison in the back yeah. of our minivan. He looked cold. Like, what do you do? Yeah. They're like, oh, I say, look what we found. Look what we found. <laughs> are these things free <laughs> we take this so home? so uh, oh uh as God. dumb as that is it just gets dumber because it's uh it it does um ends not great so they took it to the ranger station the ranger station uh tried to bring it back to its herd because those are its its family but the herd wouldn't accept it because oh. it had been uh with with humans and so they had to put the little guy down are you shitting? So me? let that be a lesson from the baby bison killing bandit duo. Don't put baby bison in your car. Yeah, if they look cold, they're they're probably fine. They pro- <laughs> their mom's probably out there somewhere to warm them up. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's that's so sad, dude. Like that that ranger probably was the one that that had to put it down too, or like at yeah, least like yeah. a ranger. And that's his job. He's just like, oh, okay. Now that this dumb tourist is here, like I have to put this bison down. That's he has to live I'm, with that for the rest yeah. of his life, dude. He's like, bro, like, like I got a story. He, he's like sitting at the bar alone, just like taking <laughs> whiskey to the face. Like the bartender's like, hey, Craig, what's wrong? Oh, I don't want to get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's when you just. Oh, that that'll keep you up at night. That's oh god, people. Oh man. Um, at least at least you probably got to eat bison burger for a little while, dude. Yeah. Maybe like a week or so. <laughs> oh god. Oh, <laughs> bison no, veal. Ew, That's dude, horrible. That's, That's horrible. All right, all right, all right. Another one to make you uh, piss at Taurus. Um, a guy crashes a drone into Grand Prismatic. Grand Prismatic is uh the very picturesque. Mm-hmm. Hot spring, lots of beautiful colors. They do a lot of testing in there. In Yellowstone. In Yellowstone, yep. And this guy was flying his drone over it, and he was trying to get some cool shots. The drone uh, maybe overheated from the steam or something, but it battery died, but it fell right into Grand Prismatic, and they could not get it out. There's multiple rescue attempts for this drone to try to get it out because obviously batteries and plastic and everything. It's a bunch of money, too. Yeah. Uh, but they were trying to get it out because they obviously don't want those chemicals in with the because it's a very fragile yeah. ecosystem. But they could not get it out. They tried like helicopters and like they even toyed around with like a um uh a, like a little submarine, but they couldn't get it out. So it's probably still in there. Bro, oh my god, it, it, that's so that's one of those hot springs too. That if a human walks in mm-hmm. it without any like protective gear. It burns your skin right off. Oh right? yeah, yeah. They're 
they're really hot. Dude, um, and also like the the surrounding edge of Grand Prismatic, it's a very very thin layer of rock because mm. as it bubbles up from the surface, it brings up these um these rock deposits. It forms this kind of crust, and it's a very fragile crust. So like when people go and step around these these hot springs, like it breaks up all this like rock that's built up for years. Wow. And it just it probably screws up mm-hmm. the ecosystem, really the just the the microorganisms the micro- that are yeah, living absolutely. in the in the hot soup, like the foundation itself. That yeah. that sucks. And I mean, like, what a dick. I can understand, like, oh man, like this would be such a cool mm-hmm. shot, like, but at, at the same time, like, because you gotta love like good park photos. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- that's one of those. Shots. But like, get a license. Get a license, or or not even like. Uh, maybe maybe bid for a contract mm-hmm. in yellow. I don't think it's I don't think it's you don't legal think to it's do like, it. I don't, I don't think, think you can just I don't think anyone can just yeah. do it. I think it has think to it, be like a public drone where yeah. it's like something that the government does or, mm-hmm. or something like that because I don't see how that could possibly be something that could be legal yeah. at all. No. <laughs> it's stupid. All right, I'll share my I'll share my um my favorite um and then we'll move on to a different Different thing, but this is called uh, Chef Dumbass. Oh, Chef um, Dumbass. Uh, four men banned from Yellowstone for, guess what, cooking chicken in a hot spring. <laughs> You've probably heard of this one before, if you guys are listening, but I think this one's so stupid. <laughs> because they, the four men decided to go camping. They were off in, in the woods, and, uh, and they were hanging out, and then they decided to go and they were hungry. They decided to put two chickens and get this. This is the best part. They put it in a burlap sack. <laughs> what? What? So besides, besides, what besides like trespassing and like going on, like a like illegally going near these hot springs and like endangering yourself, cooking chicken in a burlap sack is just dumb in the first place. But in a hot spring, where if you've ever been to the hot springs, you know they smell like rotten eggs. <laughs> they smell like gross eggs and farts. And you're going to you're gonna put the chicken in there and then eat, eat it. Yeah. But um, I think two of them, are they, I think they all got banned. Two of them spent two nights in jail. Two nights? Yeah. Yeah, they probably had food poisoning that whole time, too. <laughs> they were probably shitting up a storm, dude. <laughs> Do you think, honestly, though, do you think... If you had the perfect conditions, right? Not mm-hmm. in a hot spring in a, a national park, but if you had like your own private hot spring mm-hmm. or like your own private pool, could you cook a chicken in a burlap sack? I mean, probably. If it's like if it's boiling water, like just clean water, then yeah, probably. So that like, probably wouldn't be great, but yeah, it probably would. It probably tastes like freaking. I'm like, just picturing like a rice bag. Maybe oh. there is like I mean I'm sure there's like burlap bags for cooking. But like I'm just picturing like a rice sack and you're just getting like like fibers all over your chicken. Ew, bro. Yeah, That's gross. I don't need any any extra fibers in my <laughs> chicken, bro. Not at all. I don't even think chicken has a, lo- a whole lot of fibers. Yeah. Nah, but that was that's stupid. Brody, dude. That's stupid. There's too many stupid people. I mean, uh, you gotta respect the ingenuity, but like mm-hmm. at the same time, no, like I don't. No, respect no, that's stupid. <laughs> it's like why would you try that? But like, I mean, who? Like, what state of mind do you have to be in and say, all right, guys, we're going to use this hot spring that smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. We're going to take this burlap sack, and we're going to put two, like, 
I'm guessing they just had full like the way that you made it out. Mm-hmm. They had like full chickens. Yeah, they just, just like popped them in. I hope their intentions were actually to eat them and they weren't just drunk and like let's just chuck chicken in the uh, hot spring and see what happens and just like waste it. I hope, I hope they're actually gonna sit down and eat stinky fart chicken. <laughs> stinky fart chicken. <laughs> the smell is awful. That stinky fart chicken. I, I, That's gross. Like I, oh. I mean, I went to a bunch of the hot springs out in Yellowstone, but they they all just they all just stink. They're Indeed. smelly. It's not like it's like it's a, cool, but they like it's just it's, it's weird. Not built for cooking chicken. No, it's it's to like enjoy the ge- geology or not, or like they're posted and you you shouldn't go near them. But like, yeah, the, I, in no situation or, or circumstance should you be putting food in a hot spring and then no. trying to consume it we unless a, you just really like rotten eggs yeah maybe i'm not a fan yeah. um speaking of that though we mm-hmm. w- when we were on the river this weekend um one of one of our homies was drinking the river water out of like a life straw oh yeah oh and that's sick like, dude it's so sick. i was like damn i gotta like pull mine out and, mm-hmm. and like it, get the dust off of it start sipping sipping the old uh, sipping island water, water bro. yeah and you get all the the nice little i like, did sip island water swamp water i threw the life straw really i did, did do does that it yeah kill, does it kill bacteria it just filters them out like 99.9 percent of them or something yeah, and that last one is like delta variant of covid yeah <laughs> i can wreck you dude <laughs> no the life straws are the life straws are pretty cool those are handy I like those things. I don't, it does, definitely doesn't filter out salt water. Yeah, but, uh, and I think if you try to use it in a hot spring, it probably wouldn't work. You probably just boil the yeah. plastic filter that's in there. Probably just like yeah, just like you boil a fucking burlap sack. Dude. Yeah, just what an idiot, dude. Some people, man. But uh, to transition, we gotta mm. after all these dumb people, we need to talk about some pretty chill. Yeah, tell me something too. good. Tell me, tell me, tell me, so, tell me about a good person. I want to toss it back, and, and we've talked about some pretty cool people on this podcast already, uh, specifically within the history um, series that we do with Mike, mm-hmm. um, with John Muir, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, um, and and I just wanted to bring up someone who really kick-started what we know as park work today, you know? Right. Um, obviously, we could talk about the Curry family, and I'm, I'm definitely going to talk about mm-hmm. them down the road, even though we kind of graced over them but there's a lot of different people that kind of founded what we know um of national parks nowadays and you go in you can still get food you can still use the restroom you Mm -hmm. can stay there work there whatever um and it's the reason we started this podcast but this dude horace martin albright deserves all the credit in the world because he really set things in motion to the point where we wouldn't be talking right now without this dude so all right initially I'm going to fast forward. I'm not going to talk about mm-hmm. his, his, like, personal life or anything like that. If you guys are really interested, look it up. But he kind of revolutionized, and it's, and he was the one that set up the National Park Service in 1916. So he was from California, um, and he set up the initial National Park Service. And not only that, his other career milestones included... He was the superintendent of Yellowstone National Park and the assistant director of the field. Uh, he was also the director of the National Park Service from 1929 and 19 th- to 1933, and he literally founded it. Um, and he was the vice president and later president of the United States Potash Company. And 
What's the poach? I have no <laughs> idea, dude. I should have looked that up. I'm like looking at it now. Um, maybe we'll like maybe we'll like throw a nice little like footnote in there. But dude was busy. Dude got dude got hella busy, and I I think that it's so important because he really put his best foot forward. Um, and in 1929, right at the end of his tenure at Yellowstone. He was named director and instituted two far-reaching policies, uh, which we know of today. The expansion of national park areas throughout the states east of the Mississippi River. So things like Great Smoky, Mount, uh, Great Smoky Mountains, um, national parks in Florida, Georgia, um, even some of the ones that are just sprouting up now, like, like the Delaware mm-hmm. um, water, as well as the New River Gorge. So Real quick, Potash... This may be the wrong group, but Potash, I just Googled Potash Company. Uh, I think they do, like, fertilizer. They do, like, nutrients for uh, yeah. for crops. I was thinking, like, so potatoes, kinda, dude. I don't know I think, it, I think it's something to do with potatoes, yeah. That's huge. I'm, I'm so glad. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, Potash. Yeah, they do uh, potatoes. The potato fertilizers, preventing, preventing that uh, potato famine. Thank so God. shout out. Shout yeah. out. Shout from, out. From all, our, from all our Irish friends, yeah. thank you. Thank you very much. Um, in April 1933, President Franklin Roosevelt agreed to Albright's request for the transfer to the Park Service of National Monuments from the Agriculture Department and Military Parks from the War Department. So, a lot of those major national mm-hmm. parks that we know nowadays, like Gettysburg, the Alamo, things like that, those were actually oh. because of Horace. Because he took those, yeah, he took those from the War Department, and then additionally, um, the National Monuments as well. Uh, some of the stuff that we've we've talked about, like Stonewall, um, back in Pride Month, as well as um, the National Mall, um, a bunch of different stuff like that. And one of the reasons that those are considered national parks or state parks or national monuments is because of this dude Horace right here. Um, so you can thank the homie for that. And the last thing, and probably one of the most notorious, is he actually wrote the so-called creed for the National Park Service. Um, and basically, that's like the policies, like the oath that they take, all that type of stuff. No so, way. like, not only is he a homie, but he's also mm-hmm. an op. Like, he, he's the one Dang. with the discipline. Yeah. He's got... He, he speaks softly and carries a long stick like, like his boy, Teddy Roosevelt, but... He really is the one that dictates the proper manner uh, for people that are operating under the guise of National Park Service. And underneath that, mm-hmm. all the employees in the National Park really have Horace to love and to hate, depending on really <laughs> what the circumstance that they're looking at. But overall, uh, Horace Albright really did his part. And if it weren't for him, we wouldn't be talking right now. And all your favorite mm-hmm. park podcasters wouldn't be talking right now through the seasonals wouldn't yeah. be there. Um, Gaze at the National Park wouldn't be there. Like some fantastic creators, we wouldn't have this niche to be talking about because the parks would be completely different. So, Horace, my guy. Thank you, my dude. Shout out. Shout out. Thank you, Horace. Appreciate you. What a homie. Love you. And also hate you at some points, but <laughs> mostly love you. <laughs> Thank you for keeping our potatoes uh, very well Moist? Stocked. Moist? Moistened? Neut- neutralized? <laughs> neutralized? Neutralized? Um, N- uh, nutri- nutrientalized? Loaded? <laughs> Thank you for loading our potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that, those, the bacon and cheese, man. It really Yeah, it Horace really is in the back it. with the sour cream and the bacon uh, bits. Oh, man. Horace and the potato famine. That sounds like a rolled doll book. 
It kind like, of, yeah. It sounds like, like the James and the Giant Peach, my dude. Horace and the Potatoes. <laughs> Horace and the Loaded Potatoes. <laughs> Horace and the Loaded Potatoes. Alright, oh, alright. So, Matt, I want you, I want you to... I want you to uh, we're going to do a little game show, right? I have, oh, I have a question it. for you. What do you think is the most dangerous animal in the Grand Canyon National Park? In the Grand Canyon National Park? Grand Canyon Park. National Park. What's the most dangerous animal? I feel like it's, dude, I feel like it's humans, man. Yeah, honestly, to themselves, probably. Yeah, I, I feel like more people have probably killed themselves at Grand Canyon National Park than, mm-hmm. like, animals have, have killed them. Or, like, probably. Or, like, some random shit like mosquitoes, dude, but I don't think there's a lot of mosquitoes down there. I, I really don't feel like Nah, it's a little too hot, there. yeah. Yeah, so, so I don't know, Josh. I, I'd love for you to enlighten me, my dude. It's, uh, so the most dangerous animal... In the Grand Canyon is the rock squirrel. Uh, <laughs> that is not what I expected. It wasn't what I expected either when I was when I was looking it up. Um, so so it's like the rock squirrel. What the hell? Um, so apparently they're they're dangerous because there's a lot of them. It's their their, their habitat. They live in the rocks. They uh, and they they um, they hunt in packs. There's just packs of rock squirrels. <laughs> But they're dangerous because they don't really give a shit. They don't, they, like, you can, uh, you can just go up to them or, and they will not run away. They'll come at you. They'll, like, People at Hort Taurus have been known to be attacked for just, like, pointing at them. Or they're, like, or dumb Taurus will try to take a selfie with them and they'll come up and, like, run around you. And they spread diseases. So, like, if you Holy get bit, you can crap, get rabies. dude. So yeah, the, they, I like, feel like you're like eating foods too, or like I, that's what I was thinking when I first read it. But like, I don't think that's happened. I I tried googling it. I don't think it's happened. It probably it could have happened. Like a squirrel jumps on you, you're like oh oh oh, and you're like oh dancing God. around, and then all of a sudden you're just falling. And you just like your entire face goes red. You start yeah at the <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of that uh my inner nerds coming out, but that Rick and Morty bit where like. Morty can talk to oh, the animals, yeah. and then he hears the squirrels. That's, li- like, that's it. That's it right yeah, there. That's literally it. I think that I think that there's low key like an mm-hmm. army faction of rock I think squirrels there is, yeah. in Grand Canyon National <laughs> Park, like low key just trying to spread. Disease. They're scheming though. There's videos you can look them up of like there's people that are just like sitting down, you know, eating a little snack, and all of a sudden these like little black squirrels come up and they're just like they're just running around. Jeez, they're just like going they're, like, do not give a shit. Oh my god! I hope there's like you. a compilation of just like rock squirrel shenanigans <laughs> that we can throw in the show notes. with a little <laughs> 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 the, the, the shitty like imagine music. just like oh my god! Imagine just like traversing down like one of those steep ass inclines mm-hmm. in Grand Canyon National Park, and then the person in front of you just takes a massive rock to the head. And you and the homies look up, and there's just like a <laughs> bunch of squirrels on the ledge just staring they got down. A like, flag. What? what? Yeah, what? What? We own this land. We own this yeah. land. This is us. This is our block, bro. This feels like the plot of a really bad, like, 90s movie. <laughs> it, it, it honestly sounds like a really shitty, like, 80s horror movie. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. It's an 80s horror movie. It sounds it's like, a lot like, oh my god, uh, Gremlins. Or, or, yeah. Or, like, freaking trolls or whatever. Yeah. Oh my You god. show up to a small village on the outside of the Grand Canyon. It's just squirrel spelt backwards. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, hold on, what is that? Lyrics. Like, lyrics. That's a weird, that's a weird town, Dad. It's like, oh, it had a really good review. And then you go and you're you're staying there. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear like random chirping throughout the night. 
you're looking at the Yelp review, it's like five stars food, five stars lodging, five mm-hmm. stars rock squirrels. And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? No, speaking of the that, speaking run of by just squirrels. like complete rodent infestation, you hear mm-hmm. what's happening in Australia with like the mice? No. Dude. Dude. They're oh. literally, there's such a bad mice infestation mm-hmm. in Australia right now that like your house will just inhabit like hundreds of mice. They like overpopulated no so bad to the point where like you'll walk outside to your front front lawn there's mice everywhere if you go fishing there's mice in the fish like you no. find mice in all your food like it, it's so bad that they they literally have fought a war it's kind of yeah. like the the freaking like the e- emu war literally or the, the uh, i think uh the china it fought a, isn't it isn't um, one of them's no, the Boer War is literally like an actual war, I think. Yeah, it's not, yeah. But, no, the, no. but the Emu War... The Emu War. ...was something that Australia fought, right? Yep, and yeah. then lost and they miserably. Lost. <laughs> yeah, so they're literally fighting a, a war against mice right now, and they're losing <laughs> miserably. But, like, how the, how the frick do you, like... Us, yeah, mice are hard. Yeah, dude. Australia has a really bad problem with uh, invasive species. Just, they really do. Uh, I saw this... Um, I saw it recently. I don't know if it's it, it's still. I'm assuming it's still a problem. I don't know what they saw, but it was a Vice uh, mini documentary about feral cats in Australia. Oh my god! And so they just cats have come over, like domesticated cats, and then just become feral because people release them, and then they breed in the wild. But they're really bad because they go and they they kill like um they kill all like the native bird, like the super rare like bird species that are there, like endangered species. And so they're trying to go, and they're literally cats? like having people go out and just shoot cats. Oh There's days of people just, like, going and grabbing, like, house cats, and you're like, yeah, and just, like, a pelts of cat skin. That's one country where, like, I feel like gun rights will never be, like, like, mm. uh, obviously they took steps, like, towards gun control. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's, I think it's hard for us, you can get a gun as a farmer, and that's pretty much really? it. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's brutal, dude, yeah. because they got so, like, you're right, but, uh, I mean, like, we definitely have, like, rock squirrels, I mean, like, I'm ready yeah. to just pop a 20 well actually head, dude like, so during i think it was, was it world war ii i believe it was world war ii um when the u.s actually launched an initiative against squirrels no way yeah 100 percent. so um in world war ii where they're beefing up production like food production mm-hmm. and squirrels are becoming a huge issue they were coming and stealing crops um and there was all this like war propaganda going around and so a lot of these, like, really young kids were super jazzed up on the war effort. And, like, how can we get involved? How can we get involved? And there was, there's the problem and then a bunch of, like, jazzed up kids. And so the the U.S. released, like, a bunch of posters. You can still find the posters of, like, of, like could you be, support your country, like, protect your crops, go and kill squirrels. And they had a thing where it's like, I forget if it was a penny or a nickel, or, like, you get, like, ten, I think it was, like, ten squirrel tails and you would get, like, monetary compensation. I forget what it was, whether it was, like, a nickel or something. But you would go out and you return all these squirrel tails. And so squirrel tails were, like, actually currency for a bit. Dude, you know, what because Because little, like, boys would go out that were too young to join the war effort. Were going, like, all right, I'm doing my part. And they're going, like, Mark shooting squirrels. squirrels. Yeah. Dude. I can't It might have been World War One or... or I think it was two because that was like a lot of there's a lot of propaganda. Dude, imagine but there's like no the posters with the were boys, dude. Everyone's just on their bikes. Yeah, just like yeah. Freaking... There's a hand goes bah, bah, bah. <laughs> yeah, They're wearing like squirrel tails around yeah, their yeah. neck. It's like, yo, how many you got, bro? It's like silly bands, bro. Yeah, like, you got like the freaking neck full of the squirrel tails. 
like, yo, Jimmy's got like 35 yeah. squirrel tails, bro. How many you got? Oh, I only got seven, bro. Yeah. Oh, he sucks, dude. You only got more. seven. Yeah, yeah. freaking loser, dude. What what <laughs> what a soft generation we grew up in. Not dude. collecting squirrel tails, just like collecting silly bands and yeah. uh Freaking Pokemon, Pokemon cards, Go- yeah. yeah dude, honestly, <laughs> like, what the hell? That's, I mean, they did their part. They they helped. That's they a that's squirrels. a thick back in my day story. Yeah. Like, oh, you collecting in- the Pokemon back yeah. in my day. <laughs> we used to collect squirrel tails. Yeah. Me and me and my cousins used to go out and shoot squirrels <laughs> on the daily, and we bring them home to mom, and she give us some chicken pot pie. Yeah. Oh I mean, that's God. sickly because you're getting paid. You're just, yeah, dude, yeah you're, you're making you're turn, Yeah. Dude, I wish I got paid for, like, actually, I, I really don't want to go out and just mark a bunch of squirrels, dude. Like, like one yeah. or two, I mean, if they're if they're eating my rhubarb, like, I'm about to. Yeah. But. Geese, maybe. Yeah, dude, the Canadian Air Force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, honestly, though, like, geese are pretty chill until they just Mm-mm. start. Mm-mm. It's, it starts coming out the other end. They're a problem that need, need to be they stopped. Need solving. <laughs> yeah. It's a problem that needs solving. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Squirrel Tales. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Squirrel Tales. Uh, oh, that's, my God. <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> That's Squirrel that's, Tales. That's guys. Squirrel Tales. It's a Squirrel Tail podcast. Squirrel Tail podcast. Welcome to the Squirrel Tail podcast. This one's sponsored by Squirrel Tails. We got seven Squirrel Tails for the sponsor of this video. That's, um, a, that's a decent amount of cash right there. Yeah. With inflation, like oh geez. yeah, with inflation. Actually, I wonder how much a Squirrel Tail would be with inflation. We, dude, what? All right, drop in the comments, guys. <laughs> There's no comments. <laughs> yeah. Drop drop in a DM to us how how much money a Squirrel Tail would be in 2021. Record, um, a, record an audio message in. and post it on your Facebook story, and we won't see it. That'd be so cringy, dude. Imagine That'd be so, just, imagine this is a reply to the Park Rides podcast. Oh, one squirrel tail <laughs> equals .37 I actually, Japanese I'm actually very, I'm very curious to see how much the squirrel tails are worth. I don't even know. Hang on. We're going to do some calculations yeah, here. Stay tuned. How much were squirrel tails? In the um, meantime, let's, let's see what else we got. Um... Uh, we. Um. Well, this is in 2018. Wait, I didn't know you could still sell squirrel tails. How how much are they making? We definitely got to cut a little. The bit. tails are the best quality, premium grade with long, straight, non-slip hair and proper preservation. Prices go from twenty cents. Under a hundred, twenty-three cents. Over a hundred. Oh, it's not worth it. Twenty-five anymore, guys. cents. Yeah, you have to catch a lot of squirrels. Yeah, Honestly. that's a lot of squirrels. I mean, that's just today's money. This was like this was like Dude, a government-funded war like effort. Seventy of these Smirnoff seltzers with one swir- uh, squirrel tail. <laughs> that's like the trade-off, bro. That's a fair trade-off. I don't care what Smirnoff is trying to sell you. If you like this this seltzer, get a grip, man. Get a grip. If you get like rock squirrels, get a grip. Get a freaking if you grip. Don't like Hor- uh, if you don't like Horace Albright, get a grip. Get a grip. If you like Eugene Gardner or whatever his name is, get a grip. Get a grip. But get with get with it. Get with it, dude. But speaking of getting a grip, we're gonna we're gonna get a grip on life and, and get back to it. So <laughs> <laughs> what a way to close the episode. Yeah, yeah we gotta we gotta <laughs> shut it down somehow. Yeah, we gotta end it somehow. Um anyways, this has been the Park Rats Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. 
and hopefully you, we don't uh, hear about you in the news taking a nice little boulder to the noggin from from your nearest rock. Yeah, squirrels. yeah. Watch out for the rock squirrels. If you lived in the Grand Canyon area, don't go near them. Go probably go just... kill a few of them, dude. Honestly, <laughs> their, their tails are kind of worth a decent amount of money. They're so. probably protecting. You might get some fines. You might end up like a uh, like a Eugene. Eugene. But uh, <laughs> but uh, stay safe out there. Stay don't get rabies. Be a, be a horse Albright. Take care, guys. <laughs> yeah. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Peace. Peace.